And uh, so this morning, I want to go back to what I started in uh, last Sunday, closing out the year, the last Sunday of the year. And I want to go back into this this morning uh, because the Lord dealt with me with uh, about that. And I want to start with a, a, a John chapter 10 and uh, verse 10. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is living, it's quick, it's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. God, you said your word was a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. You said your word would be what would keep us, God, from being deceived. And so, God, I pray for this word this morning to, to not just come into our ears, but to drop down into our hearts. God, that it'll not be just something we hear, it'll, something, it'll be something that becomes a part of our lives. It'll become a revelation to us. The eyes of our understanding will be enlightened today in the name of Jesus that we'll know what is the hope of thy calling, what you have in store for us. God, I thank you that as uh, we hear the word of God, that we're going to allow change in our lives, that we'll hear the voice of God and we'll obey the voice of God. We love you today. We thank you. We give you praise and honor and glory for it. For it's in Jesus' name we pray and everybody shout, Amen. Amen. This is not an unfamiliar passage of Scripture here at Word of Life Family Worship Center. But I just felt like the Lord led me to this Scripture last night to kind of start this off. And Jesus said this in John 10.10, it says, The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. He said, But I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. You know, Jesus says this, He said, There's a thief out there. And he comes to steal, he comes to kill, and he comes to destroy. He said, but here's why I came. I came that you might have life and that you may have it abundantly. Sometimes I think we get mixed up who the thief is and who the blesser is. And we don't understand that sometimes when things are going on in our life, we'll say, God, why are you doing this? When Jesus pointed out who the thief was, he told us who the thief was. And then he told us that we're not preaching on this this morning, but then he told us how to have authority over him. And so, uh, but the thing about it is, I want to read a couple of more uh, uh, interpretations of that or uh, translations of that. The Amplified says, The thief comes only in order to steal and to kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Listen, God wants you to have an overflowing life. Did you know God wants you to enjoy being on the planet Earth? I know sometimes we get to the place where people start saying, well, Jesus, I wish you'd hurry up and come. I just wish you'd hurry up and come. And I have no problem if he came today because I know I'm ready. So it wouldn't bother me at all. But just think at all the things we're not going to be able to do for mankind if we went right now. And hey, if he came, praise God, it's his time and all such as that. But sometimes we just want to bail out because of the pressures of life. Did you know there's going to always be pressures of life? You might as well just learn how to put pressure back on the situation. And anyway, it says in another translate, the message Bible says, I came so that I can have, that I, I, I came that they, and I put on there in parenthesis, I, because this is who's talking about me and you, can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. How many would like that kind of a life? Better than you have ever could dream of. The New Living Translation says, My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. That life he's talking about is Zoe life. Here's what that Zoe life means. It means a life that is real and genuine. A life active and vigorous, devoted to God. A life that comes directly 
from God. Abundantly means this. It means superabundance, excessive, overflowing, surplus, over and above, more than enough, profuse, extraordinary, above the ordinary, more than sufficient. Isn't that amazing? That's what he wants for us. Amen? Right now. And we might as well, you might not have enjoyed that life like you should have in 2019, but praise God, we are not in 2019. We are in 2020. Amen? We, we turned a, we turned a page. Listen, you can live yesterday or you can live now. You can look back at what was or what could have been or should have been, or you can look forward to what God has in store for you right now. Because I got news for you, if all you're doing is looking back at all the failures, mistakes, and all the things that didn't happen last year, you're going to have a hard time moving ahead in 2020. And I'm telling you, that's what I want for you, and that's what God wants for you. And also, if we'll put some expectation in what God's going to do in our lives, like that scripture Linda uh, led earlier, uh, read earlier in Psalm 65, 11. Actually, I have it wrote down in my notes, which I didn't know she was going to read it, and she didn't know I had it in my notes either. But God did. And uh, it says, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. You know, why don't we expect that this year God's going to crown our year with abundance. See, you're going to have to expect some things to get some things. And then you're going to have to say some things to get some things. Jesus said you can have what you Come on, everybody said You have what you say. And so you've got to get your mouth connected with your heart and you'll start seeing things happen in your life. The New Living Translation says of that verse, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the Lord, even the hard pathways overflow with an abundance. Isn't that good? The, another translation says, Wherever your footsteps touch the earth, a rich harvest is gathered. Y'all like that one? Wherever your footsteps touch the earth, the rich, a rich harvest is gathered. I thank God for a rich harvest. Just say it with me. I have a rich harvest for me this year. Praise God, you ought to start expecting abundance in your life. Not expect everything to be doomy and gloomy. Oh, I hope it's better. No, if you're going to hope it's better, make sure it's a great expectation it's going to be better. Amen. Praise God. I don't, I don't think, I don't hope it's going to be better, although I do hope in, in that sense, but I know it's going to be better. How many had a good year last year? How many is expecting a better year this year? Some of you might not could have raised your hand on the first one, but praise God, you can raise your hand on the second one. Praise God, you might think, well, it wouldn't be a hard for me to have a better year than I had last year. Praise God. Well, praise the Lord then. Give God thanks for the every good thing that He does in your life. Amen. Praise God. So, you know, we expect great and mighty things. Psalms 23, 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. See, we've got to have some expectations. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want or I shall not lack. You need to declare that over your life. The Lord's my shepherd. He's the one who takes care of me. He's the one's watching over my family. Praise God. He, he And then just go ahead and read the rest of the uh, 23. And I had it to read, that wrote down, but I ain't gonna, I didn't have it wrote down. But anyway, I'm not going to read it because I got some more things I want to get to for the end of this service. We have to expect things to be better, and we also have to do something for things to be better. 
Let me say that again. We have to expect things to be better, and we also have to do things to uh, uh, something for things to be better. So we have to uh, uh, believe that things are going to get better, first of all, and then you may have to make start making some adjustments for them to be better. Huh? It's like a, 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 a calendar somebody gave me the other day, and... and uh, it's kind of like this. We need to let the Holy Ghost lead our lives and not our circumstances, our situations and what of the past. And uh, somebody gave me a calendar. I got a calendar that I have more calendars. You know what to do with. I have to just start turning them down. Everybody wants me to have a calendar. And it's one of those cowboy calendars where they, they've got the writings on them. A little funny. I love reading this. I read them. And in one deal, it's got this husband and this wife. And, the, you know, they don't look good on them. They, they're just crazy looking cowboys. And uh, they're driving down the road, and the cops got him pulled over, and and the the the, the cowboy sitting under the wheel, he's he said, well, give the give the ticket to her. He says she's doing the drive, and I'm just sitting behind the wheel doing what she says. So I'm, I'm telling you, so, so that's a pretty good deal, but I, I don't work that way. But the thing about it is, if we're not careful, we let everything in the world direct our steps other than God. I mean, we get up in the morning uh, 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 just thinking, I hope, I pray that things are better today than it was yesterday. And then many people make this statement, it probably won't be. Well, you just canceled out what you just said. You said, I'm believing this. Next thing you know, say, I'm not believing. I don't think things can get any better. Let me tell you, something's going to get, things can get, I don't care how good it is for you right now, it can get better. And I don't know how bad, care how bad things were for you. It can get better. You can't say this is my lot in life. Listen, your lot in life from God is that you have an abundance life until it overflows excessive in your life, that you have a good and blessed life. Listen to me. When Jesus comes back, he don't want to come after a bunch of people that's moping around saying, oh my God, oh woe is me. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Listen, we need to get out of the hee-haw stages. Some of y'all don't even know what hee-haw is. How many knows what hee-haw? That show hee-haw. Good Lord! We all in that what grew up with that, didn't we? You sit there and sing that song with him. Huh? Is that song people sing that song? You pick the fine time to leave me, Lucille. With crops and the with whatever it was. I, I done forgot the song, praise God. <laughs> Sometimes there's some songs we are to forget. Huh? I like what Mark Hankins said one time. He said his singing songs, his singing his songs. All of a sudden, the Holy Ghost asked me, is that what you want? He said, well, no, that ain't what I want. He said, then quit singing it. Did you know singing something will have an effect on you just like saying something? Can I preach? Huh? Listen, one thing God wants us to do is get a check on our lips. What the psalmist say, put a guard on my lips, oh God. Put a guard on my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like this. I know that, that, uh, I know when something comes out of my mouth that ain't right, so I'm quick to repent. Oh Lord, forgive me. I didn't mean to say that. Don't want to say that. I sure don't want it. And so praise God. And so if, if we're going to get better, I, I want to talk to you about something we need to do. If we're going to have a better, 2020 than we had 2019. We're going to go to Philippians chapter 3. The title of my message, by the way, is looking ahead. Is looking ahead. 
Praise God. Paul writing this, he said, Not that I have already attained, or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold. Did I tell y'all where? Philippians 3, 3.12. Uh, not that I've already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. You know, you need to decide, I'm going to get a hold of what got a hold of me. I'm going to get a hold of what got a hold of me. God got a hold of you. He said, notice what he said, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, but one thing I do. Listen, Paul had to make up his mind that there was one thing he was going to do, and this is what he said I'm going to do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Paul said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to forget what happened yesterday. And I'm going to press forward to what God has in store for me today. Listen to me, unless you're willing to do that, you're going to live in yesterday. You are not going to enjoy today. You're not going to enjoy tomorrow, and you ain't going to enjoy the rest of this year unless you're willing to put behind you what, uh, you know, I'm not talking about forgetting all the great things God's done for you, but I'm telling there's so many people that they'll come up to you and they'll talk to you, and before it's over with, they're going to start telling you all the bad things that's happened in their lives and all the ugly things that's happened in their lives, and they may need to get that out. That may be all right, but the thing about it is there comes a time that you've got to get over it. You've got to get over it. Paul said, there's one thing I'm doing. I'm going to listen. He, he knew this. If I don't forget what's behind, I can never get into what's ahead. And so he said, there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now, let me tell you something. There is a prize for you. There is a goal for you, but you've got to press towards it. I said, you got to press towards it. We got to press towards it. I got to press towards it. Listen, there ain't nothing going to work for me unless I work it. Amen. Come on, y'all all right this morning? Hallelujah. We were shouting over the giving. And so he said, I forget those things which are behind and I reach forward to the things which are ahead. It says over in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he says this, Paul says this, if any man be in Christ... He's a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Listen, he said, listen, there's a new life in Christ. You might as well enjoy it. You know, I, I was thinking about having the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. The Bible, Jesus told us the Comforter would come and He wouldn't just be with us, He would be in us. Thank God He's in us. A guide inside. A guide inside. The Holy Ghost is in us. I did a wedding yesterday at the lake. And uh, I was at the lake, and, and we was out there, and, and it was just the family there, just the, the immediate family, ones getting married to their kids and such. And I was there, and, and the, the, it was uh, uh, they had this thing all set up real pretty and, and beautiful, lights, everything, and, and uh, j- just for the wedding. And it was out in the gazebo out there by the lake. And we go out there, and the bride's out there, the husband-to-be's there, and, and their, their sons are on each side of them. And I start, I start reading the ceremony. I start reading. All of a sudden we hear a voice saying, don't do it. That ain't ever happened to me before. And so we, we, I just stopped. And all of a sudden we heard, don't do it. And we said, who is that? 
where's that coming from? And th- yeah, and then he said, it's a ball and chain. And so the, the, the groom's sitting there and he's like, who is that? Where's that coming from? And so here we are. I'm, I'm, I started the wedding. We're sitting there. And, 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 and all of a sudden, right before I, 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 I get through praying and sitting, starting about, don't do it. And I just stopped. The boy started laughing. It's like, and he went on and on. And I finally just started doing the, 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 I did the ceremony. I was reading, doing the ceremony while he was hollering, don't do it. And I, I, you know, I was thinking about that last night. Actually, we laughed at the end. They, there was video and all this. They said, I hope that was on there. But we, we, they did it. I said, why don't you holler back and say I did it? But here's what I thought about. If you're a born again believer and the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you and you truly want the best for your life, and you truly want it to get better, then every time you look back or want to go back, there's a voice inside of you hollering, Don't do it! Don't do it! We're getting quiet in this Holy Ghost church. But sad to say, so many people will go ahead and do it. Knowing there's consequences to it. Knowing that God wouldn't say, don't do it, if there was a reason not to do it. Well, I'm telling you right now, you can go into a new year this year, have your best year ever, forget those things which are behind, and reach forward to those things which are ahead. The Bible literally says stretch yourself. It literally means pressing into things because, listen to me, there's always going to be pressure against you to stop you from doing what God wants you to do and going God's way. There will always be that pressure. You'll have peer pressure. You'll have friends trying to stop. You'll have family members trying to stop. You'll have uh, the boss. You'll have all kinds of things coming to try. You you, you make a statement, say, I'm going to serve God. Everything in the world will come against you to try to get you to go back to what you were. Amen. Amen. Don't do it! What? Boy, y'all quiet in this church in there right now. Huh? But I found out the voice of God inside of me can be very, very loud sometimes. In fact, to the point I think everybody around me's heard it. But it's just me. Huh? Listen, forgetting things which are behind. One thing, he said, the one thing I do is forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Do you know God's got things for every single one of us ahead? Good things. He said in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God has a, a blessed hope for you. He has a blessed future for you. But you can never enjoy that future if you're constantly looking back at what could have been, should have been, would have been. You can't do it. My goodness gracious. 
You say, well, uh, people, uh, I had somebody come to me one time and they said, I think you were to have a, a meeting with people that are, or that are having all these problems in their past and such as this. I said, listen, I could have a meeting with you, but this is my meeting I would give you. Because you know, you can, you can talk all about it all you want. Listen, I'm, I'm not being ugly. I'm a pastor, understand. I love you guys. But I mean, you can live in yesteryear or you can step in this year. And I'm telling you, to do that, all the, uh, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with counseling. There's nothing wrong with those things. I, I'm not knocking those things like that. But until an individual is willing to give it up, until an individual is willing to get ahead, then they're never going to get beyond where they're at. They're going to stay right there for the rest of their life until they make up their mind, I'm doing one thing. I'm forgetting those things which are behind, and I'm going to reach forward to the things that are there. It's kind of like you're walking out of a door into a new door and shutting the one behind you. If you're not willing to shut that door behind you, you're going to constantly let those things haunt you for the rest of your life. Listen, the devil wants to keep you in despair. He wants to cause you to be depressed. He wants you to cause you to just be miserable living on the earth when God all the while said, I'm going to send my son to give you a life that will be overflowing in your life, that you will enjoy waking up in the mornings and saying, this is, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. This is the best day of my life. Say it with me. This is the best day of my life. I was telling God that this morning. I said, this is the best day of my life. I told him that yesterday morning. Listen, I try to make it a habit of telling him this is the best day of my life. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. I will rejoice. I will be glad. Why? Because until you make up your mind and set your will towards it, you'll never do it. Huh? Did you know you're here this morning because you said, I will go to church today? I'll go to church today. So you're sitting here today. Because you said, I will go to church today. Well, you can do the same thing with your expectation for this new year. I will have my best year ever. I will, say it with me, I will have my best year ever. Say it again, I will have my best year ever. This will be it. Why? Because you're going to make up your mind. This is the way it's going to be. And when the devil tries to drag you back into the past and the yesteryear, all you got to do is say, no, 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 no. I'm not going down that road no more. My ears are no longer available to you. I am going forward in God, and I'm going to have my a good life and my best life in Jesus' name. I decided that. Listen, I, I, we're already having a great life. It's already been good. Money's already been coming to me. How many would like some money to come to you? Praise God. I, I have people, somebody gave me a hundred dollars the other day, somebody gave me another hundred dollars, stuff like that, and I was driving, I was driving down the uh, car, uh, road, my, my lovely granddaughter was driving me to lunch the other day. I don't know what day it was, but one day, and, and, uh, so she drove me to lunch, and I was sitting there, and I was I was wadding one of them one hundred dollar bills up, and I was going to stick it in that sh- where, in that she money spot. She don't know I got it, and uh, and when I was fixing to stick it in there, and the Lord said, "Just give it to her." So I just turned around and said, "Here, sit, stay, Sydney, you just have this. You can have this. Put it in your purse." And that's the first time she's never told me you don't have to do it. <laughs> she slipped it out of my hand, slid it in her purse. That's right. Because <laughs> I know this, there's more on the way. There's more on the way. 
So why? Because if we're not careful, we'll try to, just like, uh, just like Sydney normally does, which she didn't do it this time. She said, Poppy, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do it. I, I, I broke her from that. I think I broke her from it. I hope I broke it from her. So I started, uh, one time she told me, you don't have to do that. I stuck it back in my pocket and said, okay. <laughs> but then I heard this little voice. You can if you want to. <laughs> you can if you want to. <laughs> so I did. Listen, we, we're, God blesses us to be a blessing. You too. To be a blessing. I'm telling you, I, I don't want to have to leer, live under the condemnation of yesterday. We all could. But we decide to live under the, the grace and mercy of our God today. Isn't God good? He is so good to each and every one of us. Paul said, I press forward toward the mark of the... Uh, let, me, let me read this again. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I have this in a, uh, uh, to read in two other translations. Who's up there? Kathy, put, why don't you punch that up in, uh, the, the, the message Bible. Let's do the message Bible. Can you get that pretty quick? Darren, you can do it real quick. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running, and I'm not turning back. Next, give me the next verse. So let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us, if any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll you'll see it yet. Give me the next verse. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Are you on the right track this morning? Let's stay on it. That's why it says don't, don't veer off to the left or to the right, but look straight ahead. Stay with God. Stick with God. Stick with His purpose. And don't, 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 take this the way I want you to hear it. Don't, don't, and, and I love you, but don't sit and whine about yesterday. You're not a whiner, you're a winner. I say, you're not a whiner, you're a winner. You're not a victim, you're a victor. And you need to look at it that way, amen? Praise God, let go of all that stuff back there. You would, sometimes you might need to just sit back and, and say, you know, Lord, I'm just, put, I'm, I'm casting all this care over on you. You, you should have done that at the beginning of this year. I'm throw, casting all my care on you for you care for me. I'm going to throw it over on you. And when the devil tries to bring it up, you say, no, no, no. If you if you want to deal with me about that, you need to go talk to Jesus because I gave it to him. Don't talk to me about it. It's on Jesus. I put it all off on God. And I'm telling you why. Because he cares about you. He loves you. He wants you to have your best life. So if you get anything out of this service this morning, remember this, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead. Because there's so much good things ahead of us. Amen. Praise God. Don't even expect the bad. Don't even expect the bad. It's, it's kind of like that doctor that uh, he was uh, 
he was uh, going to amputate this guy's leg, and, and he, he, they amputated the guy's leg, and when the guy woke up, he said, uh, uh, well, how'd it go, Doc? He said, well, I have some good news and some bad news. He said, well, tell me the bad news. He said, I amputated the long, wrong leg. He said, well, what's the good news? The bad leg's getting better. Listen to me. You can always listen to bad news because there's plenty of it out there. Always. You can get with friends and, and next thing you know, you got bad news. Or you can stick yourself and get stuck on the good news. The gospel of Jesus Christ. I have people uh, all the time, and I know you do too, trying to pull me in to their... Uh, to their, their, their problems, to pull me into their, their, uh, their, their depression and pull me in. I, I won't go. I said, I won't. They'll try to pull me into sickness. They'll try to pull me into disease. They'll, they'll try to talk me into because I'm 60, in my 60s, early 60s. And, uh, they'll try to, they'll try to pull me in to, to, oh, I don't know why I'm saying all this. They'll try to pull me in when they'll start talking about their ailments. Like, that's just automatically supposed to happen for me. I said, no, they'll say, you know what I mean? I said, and here's what I'll tell them. No, I don't. I do not know what you mean. I do not know. God's renewing my youth like the... He's renewing my youth like the... Huh? I feel pretty good for 62. Actually, I feel real good for 62. You said, what's a 62-year-old person supposed to feel like? Great. Come on now. So I decide I'm not going to let nobody pull me in to what they think I ought to be. I've already, oh, I must say this. I've already been pulled in to what God says I am. Hallelujah, somebody. You better watch out. You'll start hearing that voice. Don't do it! In fact, I'm going to say something right now. Some of you have been hearing that voice just recently. Because you're going to go back to something that's going to cost you more than what you want to pay. Now, that's the Holy Ghost. Just a warning by the Holy Ghost. You say Holy Ghost does it? He does. He does. Pay attention. Pay attention to that voice on the inside of you. Listen to that. Don't do it. Everybody say that with me. Everybody, everybody just shout this out. Don't do it. Some of y'all couldn't get that out of your mouth. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. So those of you that didn't think you could get it out of your mouth, you're going to get it out of your mouth. Everybody shout. Don't do it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Oh, glory to God. Are y'all glad I preached this this morning? <laughs> I guess I'll hear that from now on. I, I told him that's the first I've ever preached that somebody hollered, don't do it. On the, from the other side of the lake. I guess that's watching us with binoculars. I don't know. Just, you just know they're watching. Somebody, Everybody's watching you. Don't do it. Praise God. Isn't God good? We thank you, Jesus, for your word.
We thank you, Father God, that you have a good, a good future for us. A great 2020. A super abundant year, an excessive year of your peace, your joy, your power, your presence. We love you so much and appreciate you so much for the Holy Ghost that lives and abides on the inside of us. What a good God you are. What a good God you are. We love and appreciate you. Thank you, Father.